WTL, where's the line, Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Klassen, and I'm not joined by Jabron, the parlay pounder this week. That's okay. You got put on the, the DL, the IL, what do they call that now, Jeremy? It's the, uh, what, what is that? Injury Reserve. IR. Yeah, IR. He's, yeah. he's on IR with an undisclosed, we'll say, illness. We'll be back. We want to be vague, just like Bilicek. You know, so, but I do believe he'll be back better than ever, but... Thank you for hopping on, hopping back on with us. We got Jeremy Odom in the studio. I, you know, you caught me on a bad hair day, but that's okay. <laughs> I, it's good. It's okay. I, I'll persevere. You know, you're only talking to about half our audience. You got to worry about on the YouTube channel, but not over the radio, over the typical podcast. You're having a great hair day. Oh, so, yeah. awesome hair day. So, this is actually a peak hair day for you guys. Peak, peak hair day. Peak right hair. there, you go. <laughs> Nothing like a good hair day on a Thursday. We love it. So. This is some of the most exciting times of the year right now. College basketball, you were seeing some meaningful conference games, and the NFL, we're down to four, right? There's only four teams left. Is there anything better than championship football? And that's yeah. what we have coming up this weekend. Exactly, exactly. And, and there's so much speculation, and, and this, everybody has an opinion, right? Absolutely. And on top of that, you have some new teams, some new faces in there. Uh, and I just feel like the NFL, they just do it right on so many fronts. A lot of people complain about officiating, this and that, and everything else. But the fact that Detroit, has a, they're one game away. Uh, and let's see here, I just had it pulled up. This is the first time they've hosted a conference championship. This is the first time that they've advanced after having a home game. Yeah. There's so many firsts with this team. Yeah. They're, they're giving us another superstar musician to look at, you yeah. know, with Eminem. I mean, there's so many cool <laughs> things happening with Detroit right now. And then on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, Kansas City for the sixth year in a row. They're one game away uh, from wow. making making another Super Bowl. So with that in mind, I thought we could talk some NFL futures, and I wanted to start right there with that AFC championship game. Kind of alluded to it, but this is the first time since 1971 that Baltimore has hosted a conference championship game, and I believe they were the Colts back then. Wow, so money well spent on Lamar. Is what right, I'm saying, right. right. <laughs> I, I think that was uh, GM's, uh, God dang, uh, Ozzie Newsome. That was his yep. last draft, and he took Lamar Jackson in the first round with the 32nd pick. Wow, so that's I mean, like winning the Super Bowl and then retiring the next day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's incredible. And he has history on his side, right? Yep. Regardless, uh, Lamar is he is him. Is that what the kids are saying now? He is him. He is him. He is, he, him. He is him. And then this is kind of surprising. For the first time in 32 years, the 49ers are hosting a conference championship to go to the Super Bowl. Don't you feel like the 49ers, they're just always there, they're always around, uh, that it's been more recent than 32 years ago. It feels like it feels like it's always Niners. It's always the Cowboys. Even though when's the last time we saw them? I mean, doesn't <laughs> right. it feel like they're always in the mix? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're so right. But yeah, this is it's been a long time for the Niners. It, it sure has. And let's let's look at some of these early lines here. Uh, so NFL futures. We are looking at Baltimore as your early consensus favorite at a minus 185. Compare that to the Kansas City Chiefs at a plus consensus now 145 you should really think about shopping this around if you're on the chiefs uh, i mean the, there's the obvious stuff out there and i'm sure we'll get into it patrick mahomes effect all that stuff but you you got fan duel right now at a plus 145 with those chiefs then you look at other books that mgm they're at a plus 450 uh you're looking at caesars at a plus 300 so you can really shop this around depending where you're at and what kind of uh apps you have on your phone <laughs> and, <laughs> what state you're in and what what state you're in exactly uh points bet another national book if you got that app for plus 425 for the chiefs so you don't have to just take this DraftKings uh, at plus 150, FanDuel at plus 145. You can get some really good value here at north of plus 400. And this is important. You're at that point in the season where you kind of have an idea of who you like going yeah, yeah. into the Super Bowl. I mean, mm -hmm. the game is Sunday, right? Yeah. Look for that value. Look for who you think is going to advance and, and find the deals. And, yeah, they're out there for sure. If you're on the Chiefs, man, this is this is prime time for you. Uh, well, and, you know, I, I, I read a lot of journals and articles, and I listen to a lot of sports betting talk shows. And, you know, all the sharps across the board are saying, 
everything points towards Baltimore. Like, the books got this right. They should be the favorite. But I got burned on Mahomes last week. I got burned on Mahomes the week before. This is the best defense he's ever had. So even these guys with these loud uh, voices and these, you know, big-time opinions, they're even saying, ah, I don't fault you if you take the Chiefs right here. And I know we're going to talk about, you know, the matchup, and, and but just sometimes when the lights are bright, yeah. you know, you go yeah. with the consistency. Right. And you just said six straight year for the Chiefs. If you can find value in that, in mm-hmm. them going to the Super Bowl again, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to pass that up and take a chance. It really is. And if I'm looking at futures, betting futures, and I get it's only, a, you know, we're, we're looking at what, uh, 17 days until the Super Bowl? Yep. That's just crazy to think. So this isn't like a future like we're talking preseason games. Uh, we're only a couple of weeks out here. But still, minus money on an NFL future doesn't even sound right. No, like I, I mean, even if it's Baltimore, Lamar Jackson, uh, they're – Great defense across the board. I just don't like putting plus or minus money on a future. No, I'm always looking at that and saying, all right, I'm either going to take where I can find the value with, like, let's say the Chiefs, mm-hmm. or I'm going to be waiting it out and, and going within the matchup and making the bets or waiting till the Super Bowl right. matchup is in line. And, and I, I, I don't know. I'm not putting money on that, uh, on minus money for sure. No, so uh, all right, so you're in the camp of maybe shopping this one around, and even if it, even if you're not a Kansas City Chiefs fan, uh, you're you're kind of looking at maybe getting something around plus four hundred. Absolutely, no, but I, I'm with you. I say you shop it around. I mean, yeah, you're yeah. going to find deals, uh, especially as we're leading up into mm-hmm. uh, Sunday afternoon. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess see where. Where Vegas take where take where those uh, where the pros take it the sharps you know yeah where where are they going to take this line and we'll get into it but yeah that point spread I feel is tightening up so a lot of folks are still putting their money in on the Chiefs and here we are getting a plus four hundred. <laughs> type of number for a future for them to to uh, win the AFC championship game just I, I just don't see how you can pass that up that is too good a value uh, in a one game type of deal here absolutely. All right, should we uh, shift gears here and head on over to the NFC, NFC game? NFC, baby. What a – how is it that the ones are consistently in the championship game? I mean, we're looking at the Niners. I mean, yeah, yeah. We were just talking about the Ravens. You know, everybody's Ravens, 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 the ones yeah, that yeah. are better than everybody. The Niners, again, the one seed, but – It's a couple one seeds versus a couple three seeds here on, on both sides here. Uh, and I think with the 49ers, they, they just – they just do what they're supposed to do. They do. You know, and I don't know if it's that flashy. I, I think it is because uh, you got a dynamic running back. you got a an H-back receiver. I don't know how you really quantify what Debo can do. Um, but, playmaker. Yeah, he's a playmaker, but he just it's, – it's to be expected almost with the 49ers. They're just the, – you were talking about teams that are just kind of always there like the Chiefs. 49ers are just always around it. This is the Patriot way, isn't it? Just go <laughs> right. do your job. I mean, yeah, yeah. you're yeah. really good on defense. You've got a, an offense that has a couple playmakers, but they just go and do their job. Uh, that, that's what this team is, but you're right. It doesn't have the guys who are um, breaking out. Nobody on this team is going yeah. to be the MVP of the league. Right, yeah. yeah. But they're a really good team. I don't know. This is the Patriot way, in my opinion. Yeah, so uh, on FanDuel, uh, they're a minus 290 to win the NFC Championship. Uh, Detroit on FanDuel is a plus 240. Um, and you're seeing really kind of a more consistency across uh, all the books here. And it's nothing like the AFC matchup here, where DraftKings minus 310 for San Francisco, plus 250, so right there for Detroit. And you, you can't get out to like Caesars or whatever and find a line that's, that's too, in fact, it's minus 312. So, wow. you, yeah, I mean, you got a pretty good consensus line here. Everybody... Everybody's on the same boat here. Heavy on San Francisco, not so high on Detroit, but also not so high on Detroit where you're not really getting that value. Right. I mean, you were getting such better uh, value with that AFC Championship game with the Chiefs, which just doesn't kind of blows my mind. It's close enough to like keep you away from the Lions right now. Right. Right. I don't know. That's perfect. That's a perfect way to put it. Stay away from the Lions. Right. (laughs) On this type of a futures deal here, I just. Uh, and and then for the 49ers, minus 300, no thanks. No. Why? No, I'm staying away what, from the what NFC are, altogether what are we doing? as far as the futures go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a game to be played, and then there's there's money to be made there. But yeah, as far as futures, you can kind of see where your money would lie and be in um, best practice, but the the line isn't giving you anything to, to jump at, that's for sure. Not like the AFC, anyhow. No, not at all. So I think we, I think we agree there on, on these futures here. 
do you, do you have a feel? Do you want to kind of get your crystal ball out here and kind of look into some of these early Super Bowl lines here? Absolutely. Uh, we, we were just talking about before we came on here, San Francisco is your favorite by one and a half over the Ravens. And then I think you don't get much more. It's like they're a minus two and a half favorite over the Chiefs. So that really tells you how close that game should be on the other side. And that's really how, where most of your action is coming from. Detroit's not getting much love at all. So it's one of those things where like we were just saying, the Patriot way, you have a really yeah. good team. So you're going to go and put the money on the best team. Yeah. That doesn't mean on that given day, you know, who's going <laughs> right? to scheme and who's yeah. going to play harder. But, yeah, I mean, it makes a lot of sense that they're going to come out the favorite, but it's a close line. It really um, is. The Lions, though, it, you know, let's say they make it. That's that's your value right now. If you want to, yeah, that that's your value right now. If you want to get out there and do something with the Lions, that that's where it's at. Because no one's even giving them any love. They don't even like doing the look ahead uh, line showing the Lions. Nobody expects them to be there. No, but if they do, Goff's been there before. Have people forgotten that that he has done this before with an overmatched team in the Rams and uh, nearly came away with the Super Bowl victory that time? Literally around. the storyline. Right, the entire playoffs yep. is that Goff was the forgotten, the forgotten guy mm-hmm. in uh, in the trade and, and yep. in that whole mess, and he was just going to be a placeholder until they drafted the next king, right, in Detroit. Yeah. And he's done something to show that it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't McVay, right? No. It wasn't the defense, he's, right? He is a legit quarterback. It wasn't just all Aaron Donald, <laughs> right, right, right. He's not just a system guy. <laughs> well, there's the horse. That means we're up against it. But real quick, I want to give everyone a little. Ro- uh, Roman numeral lesson here because I think a few people are getting this goofed up. LV111. I think a lot of people are saying Super Bowl 53. It's not. It's Super Bowl 58. L stands for 50, V5, and then your 3 is 3. So it's 5 plus 3. It's 58. It's Super Bowl 58. So, uh, you know, I, I like this to be educational on a couple of fronts. So I just want to help everybody out. This is Super Bowl. 58 I took the under on a history lesson today, so... Boom! Dang. Love it. Well, let's take a quick minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. They always help me with my history lessons, you know. What's that? What's that old show? Drunk History? Drunk History. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite kind of history. <laughs> Nebraska Brewing Company, world-class in every glass. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. That stands for Where's the Line, Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Klassen, and I'm joined by Jeremy Odom. Not Jabron. Not Jabron. Not Jabron. He's on, we decided the IR, the injured reserve. Yep, he's on the injured reserve today. With a little illness, but he'll be back. And he's still firing off parlays. I saw even last night he was laid up in bed, but he was still firing off uh, parlays and then sharing his, what do they call those, those little victory tweets kind of showing you? You know, the receipts. You know, you you get the receipt of your your claim to fame there. But, you know, my my friends have told me when I'm sick, when I'm really down and out, Mm -hmm. that's when I'm at my funniest. Oh, maybe okay. just maybe Jabron is he's down and out and he's uh, laying in bed, puts off some killer parlays that okay. no one has ever seen before. He gets on that tussin yep. and it puts him into a, like a frame of mind where he's like, he's just seeing the game differently. Just a different haze. Like yeah. The, the board, it's like a, it's not just the, the board. He's seeing it like in 3d or whatever, like a chess board now. Yep. Okay. Yep. He's just in another mm. realm right now, and I, I like where his head's at. Okay. And it, honestly, he should continue to shoot out bets. Maybe we should tell him to just pump the brakes on that vitamin C, stay on the couch. Stay sick. You know, at least through the NFL uh, playoffs here, right? We're almost there. We're almost there, almost, and honestly, so we could action. all use the money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what that's what we got him for. No, but thank you for stepping in and joining us once again. Uh, you you do a lot of stand-up comedy. You're also a sports writer. Right. And, and I heard you on your last podcast you refer to yourself as J-O. So, J-O, yeah. J-O, Jeremy yes. of Omaha. Jer- yep, J-O from, from Nebraska is okay. my is my Twitter handle, but man, J-O has been something that people call me from time to time, and it, it just Ooh. sounds cool. Yeah. I've never had a cool right. nickname. That's probably as close as I'll ever get to one, okay. frankly. Yeah, I like it. So I'm kind of yeah. rolling with that until somebody calls me out. Are you calling me out right now and saying it's not a cool nickname? No, I'm not at all. Oh, okay, I'm agreeing good. with all you. Right. I'm Go saying, ahead. should I call you J-O? And oh, like, yeah. You know, like... 
I mean, that even has that little bit of a Jabron ring to it. I'll so. take it. I All will right, take let's do it. it. Should we talk a little college basketball? Let's do it. Uh, and let's get up on our soapbox here. This is Nebraska's first and only sports betting show, so we like to talk a lot about Nebraska teams. Go Big Red. Go Big Red indeed. Coming off a huge win where they were underdogs over Ohio State. Just knocking them down. Uh, Eighty-three to sixty-nine was your final score. Uh, Mast, we're we're always a little hard on that guy. I think just because he's a big dude, we always need a big guy. We need more of a rebounding presence. He went off. Yeah. Thirty-four total points. Uh, Thirteen of seventeen from the field. Two for two from the free throw line. Uh, that I don't expect that much from the guy, but when he <laughs> when we get that. We're usually going to get a win. Yo, career best from our guy. And you probably had some little motivation. You're an underdog yeah. at home where you're crushing. They're 13-1 and at home this season. Yeah. To go in and be an underdog to what? It's probably a pretty mediocre Ohio State team. Uh, yeah, you know, their overall record is 13-6, and and they're but they're 3-5 and five in the conference. But I feel like year in, year out with the Big Ten, that's kind of how it is. There's yeah. so many teams right there in the middle that, that are 3-5 and five or 5-3 five and three or somewhere in between. I guess that would be 4-4. Four and four. Uh, But there's a lot of teams in that realm, you know what I mean? Yep. And, and this year's just more of the same. Although, Nebraska is still an underdog, even though they're boasting that 13-1 and at the time, 12-1 and record at home. And uh, it's easy to point to Ohio State. They have more five stars, four stars. I don't know if Nebraska even has a five. They, I'm pretty sure they don't. Well, this is a great team. Yeah. I mean, this is a team that's worked hard and also continuously gotten better with their chemistry yeah. um, season to season. But they're off to their... Best 20-game start since 1990. It, it surprises to me that at this point yeah. they're not getting some credibility. There's still the talk of this team's not going to make the right, tournament. Right, I think it's time to start talking about this team is a little better than the credit they're getting. Yeah, you know, and and, and we're not even getting it from yeah, – I was giving old Kevin Kugler a bad time. He, he did the Nebraska <laughs> game last week before we went on, and, and you could tell just he was – just kept going back to well, when's the other shoe gonna fall? When's it? and it never happened. They won then too. So at some point, the body of work has to overshadow what you think is gonna happen or what's happened in the past two or three years. Uh, three point shooting percentage from the field: fifty one point nine percent, fifty two percent from three point land, and a lot of those came from the big man mask. They would just leave him open at the top of the key. You could tell that was their de- defensive plan: was to if we're gonna die, we're gonna die by the big man shooting a three. And boy, did they go down. That's one of those things where when you're not getting respect, mm-hmm. some of your yeah. best players get opportunities like that, and they're, they're getting open shots, and, yeah. and some nights they're just they're prepared for it. That's a, that's a good night of work, over 50% shoot from three. Yeah, you, you know, you can't count on that every night, um, no. but but that also opens the door back to let uh, Tominaga maybe get some more looks. That opens uh, – Gray's uh, going to get healthy. It wasn't about his injury as what we thought, so he should be back. So uh, I almost like this. It almost just adds another dimension to this offense to where, well, now we can get back to our original offense and get some of our scores re-involved. So I think you got to love everything you saw from that performance from Ohio State, especially on a, a – a betting angle like we're talking about here because no one's on Nebraska. No. They never are. And a couple of years ago, we were able to really lean into that because Nebraska didn't win many games, but boy, did they cover. So honestly, <laughs> take a look at that because, you know, Nebraska is going to be underdogs or at least it's going to be close lines um, until they start getting respect. And like you were saying, when's the shoe going to fall or what Cooler says? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just may not happen. So you might be able to find some value there, as especially when they're playing some Big Ten teams that maybe the defense isn't as strong. Yeah, and I think that's where we want to go here. We want to talk about a, a Maryland team. Um, and that's going to be on Saturday, 11 o'clock tip-off on BTN. We'll see who we who we get there. And I, I think you can pretty much easily predict that Maryland's going to be a favorite. Probably should be. Um, even though Nebraska has a better record, um, they've knocked off the number one team in the nation, Purdue. I get it. They followed up with two losses, but those are two pretty good teams. I hate to say that about Iowa, but they are. They're traditionally a pretty good team. Um, where it... Do you have an idea of a, a number in mind where if it gets to five, if it's four, do you take Nebraska? Oh, if you're taking, if it's five, yeah, a hundred percent you are. I'm thinking if 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 it gets, because here's the deal, they're not good on the road. Okay, right, we're looking for that road win. They're two and yeah. four on the road. That's okay. the that's the part that that concerns me. Um, but that's valid. That's fair. With that being said, they they're averaging seventy eight points a game. 
right? Yeah. So this is a team that can put up points, and Maryland is not a team that generally can keep up with that. They're averaging 70. They just play strong D. I don't know. If, the, if this game stays anywhere from uh, you know, three on up, I think it's great value there. This, they're they're going to be in the mix the entire game. I, I believe so, too. And, and uh, you're also looking at a deal where Nebraska is going to ha- I know they'll be traveling, uh, but they're going to have a little bit more time off uh, than, than, than Maryland. So they'll have, a, they'll have a little bit more rest to, to go along with, and they're coming off a win. So uh, with Maryland playing on Wednesday, Nebraska getting a little bit of a break there, coming off of a, a win of their own. I, I like the Huskers, if nothing else, just keeping, me, keeping it close. And I really like the idea of there, if you can get it under four, jump on the Huskers. Absolutely. It, it will be a close game. I mean, that's one of those things, you, especially with them playing on the road. They just don't play as well. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, I, I, I like Nebraska here. I like the opportunity for value with them. I, I think there's a, a confidence that, that comes with that, too. Uh, whether you're winning at home, on the road, or wherever, neutral courts, the more winning you do, the more confident you're going to be. And it's also just proof that you are a good team. Uh, so I, I want to, I'll just go back to it. I, I like Nebraska here, and I, I'm – I'm just chomping at the bit to see that line open up after Maryland uh, plays Iowa Wednesday night. And take this one little bit of uh, a stat I saw today, um, which was if Nebraska beats Maryland, mm-hmm. their probability to make the tournament jumps over 80%. Wow. That's motivation, like right? That. To win like the road that. game, to to really put in a resume yeah. to say that we're a tournament team. So. Yep. Yeah, you're seeing all those Kim Palm numbers come up yep. and everything else. And I'm like, throw that all away. Nebraska got fourth in their conference, and now they are still the only team in the Big Ten history to be fourth in the conference and not make the tournament. So that only happened a couple of years ago. <laughs> so, yeah, I have a memory like, I don't know what they say, that elephant or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Should we talk about the other Nebraska team that does have a lot of notoriety coming from the Big East? That is the Creighton Blue Jays, and we'll do a quick recap here. Knocking off Xavier, 85-78, to really a, a gut-check type of game there. Uh, but then they also came back in a triple overtime winner <laughs> over old Seton Hall there on the road, edged them out 97-94. I really like where the Blue Jays are at right now. I do, too. The Jays are winning those those fights. And you yeah. know every game yep. in the Big East, no matter who the opponent is, yep. is going to be a fight. And, yeah, that, that triple overtime game, they came out of it bruised and battered and bleeding. And, yes, they did. And then to, to win... Um, I don't know. I, I, I like too. where this team's at. Yeah, went out to old New York and, and uh, New Jersey and got got the win there over Seton Hall. Um, and and got to do a shout out, Nebraska shout out, Baylor Shireman. He is making play after play. He'll get a tough rebound even when he's not shooting the ball well. He still pours in over twenty points. Like, how can you do that? How can you have an off night but still score over twenty? He also knocked down that three that I felt kind of put it away against Seton Hall. You know, the last four games, he's only been out for 45 seconds. I saw that. Incredible. Yeah. The He's a workhorse. I mean, he, he he's the guy you count. Yep. I mean, in a couple seasons past, it was, hey, Kalkbrenner's going to be out there if he's not on the floor. Yeah, you know, it's do? a difference what maker. And he is. You know, he's a difference maker. He is. But Baylor Shireman's the, the glue right now, and he's keeping yep. them alive especially as teams are taking shots at them. Yep. So let's take a quick look ahead here. Uh, game coming up on Saturday again. I think it's 12 o'clock tip on FS1. Heading on out to Chicago to take on the DePaul Blue Demons. And DePaul's kind of going through it right now. They just fired their coach, uh, Tony Stumblefield, after a 3-15 and start. 0-7 in Big East. Obviously, Blue Jays are going to be a big favorite here. But how big? It's kind of a tricky spot here. On the road, and this is one of the... You can't be the team in the Big East that loses to the Demon or the Blue Deacons. I think that's the thing here. So I, I would like to believe the Blue Jays are going to be up to the task, but we've seen it before. They'll we take have. their foot off the gas. And this is just a natural spot after triple overtime, after knocking off Xavier at home in a, a good battle. This is the spot where I could see him trip up. Maybe not lose, but not beat the spread. You're going to get everybody's best shot. Yeah. Right, you're always exactly. when you're a powerhouse in a conference and yep. you're having a great season and you've got a right. historic season. You're gonna get everybody's best shot. You're gonna get DePaul's best shot. Can you hang with them? I I, I don't think they're gonna lose. Yeah. They're likely gonna be what a double digit favorite. Um, right. That's the that's the gamble there. Like, do you do you think they're gonna win it by double digits? Ah, it's gonna be tough. I mean, and it could be something even wonky like 14, 14 and a half. Right. Because I mean, uh, yeah, uh, DePaul's just. The, they, they, they were uh, picked to finish last in the Big East. And, yeah, they're 0-7 right now. Just fired their coach. Nothing's going right. 
But they're still D1 athletes uh, out of Chicago. A lot of guys recruited out of that area there so they can play ball. I don't expect them to win either. I just got to keep my eye on that line. I'm really curious to see how much of a favorite the Blue Jays will be. No, this is going to be a game, too, for the Jays that you keep the momentum going. Right. They're they're in the prime part of conference play to string together some wins, put together the resume to prepare yourself for – uh, tournament play, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, this would be a great game, I guess, to put Prove yourself that. in position to get right. the bench some minutes, yes, <laughs> get yes. Baylor some time off. Hopefully. There we go. <laughs> yeah, get some of those other King in there. Uh, a few games ago, I saw the Bellevue West product. Dotzler got in a yeah. little bit. Yeah, get these guys some minutes. Just take care of business, get out early, and, and hit cruise control. So, well, let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Stock and Rod Company, an outdoor lifestyle brand for those seeking adventure. Whether it's hunting, fishing, hiking, they got you covered. Visit StockandRod.com to get your wild game on. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. That stands for Where's the Line? Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Klassen, and I'm joined by J.O. J.O., the nickname that just, <laughs> it's going to catch fire. I know it is. Jeremy Odom, local sports writer, stand-up comedian. I mean, you, you do just about everything in, yeah. in the, the media, the entertainment world. I'm trying to just entertain the masses, get some laughs okay. going, get the conversations go. going. Yeah, I mean, okay. really, that's what it's all about. Yes, that that is. And there's we've said it before on this show, nothing brings guys together more than football, TV, and betting the football you're watching on TV. A hundred percent. I mean, put throw a little booze in there, some beer in there, whatever, whatever you want to do. <laughs> that, that, that could help it along. But, yeah, I mean, you can't beat it. Nothing brings them together with all those, and nothing can separate them as quickly as well. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> it's good to have a party where you got a majority on one side. Yeah, you know, because uh, if you got the majority, then the other guys on the other side they'll at least understand, like, hey, we're outnumbered here. Let's not throw the couch or whatever. I'm always the guy talking the trash when when that's the, <laughs> when that's the case. You're poking the bear. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not talking bears, unfortunately. My Chicago Bears. We weren't expecting to talk to about them at this point, but we are talking about lions. Yeah, I don't know if oh uh, too many people expected us to be talking about the Lions in the spot, but they are. They are. They are here. They deserve to be here. They got a fourteen and five record. Uh, once again, I always say it: the NFL does it right. Uh, they allowed. I, I don't want to say allowed, but you know how they stack the schedules according to how you did the previous year. Yep. So yes, Detroit had an easier road than a lot of the other teams that are still in the playoffs. But give them credit. They won their games. They won They're their all pros. Games. They got to win the games, That's and they right. did. That's right. So now they are heading on out to San Francisco, where they find themselves a heavy, full touchdown underdog. Uh, and it's really tough to find articles, to listen to sports talkers, writers, whatever, uh, give any type of credit or whatever you want to call it to the Lions here. Everybody's big on the 49ers. Well, it's interesting, yeah, because everything points San Francisco. Everything. When all the data, all the stats, all the momentum goes to San Francisco and everything backs it up. When you're talking about Detroit, it's the fun story. It's, holy cow, they're here. Oh, it's Mm -hmm. fun to be here. Oh, Jared Goff shouldn't even be the quarterback. Like, it's all these things. Dan Dan Campbell. Yeah, how many kneecaps did he bite off or whatever right you know yeah who who thought he'd still be the head coach of the lions let alone be (laughs) in the nfc championship he almost didn't survive his acceptance speech to be the coach (laughs) that's right 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 so yeah no it's fun but man everything is pointing san francisco yeah and i I think for good reason they just they're uh just that lunch pail type of team that just takes care of business and they have some dynamic players to get it done And, and like a lot of teams that are on this type of a run or have been They've kind of struck gold with their quarterback. I can't stand the fact that everyone calls Brock Purdy uh, a game manager when they average more yards per pass than any team in the NFL. They're number one in yards per pass. Does that sound like a game manager to you? He sounds like a guy doing his job. Yeah. 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 And and better than most when you're talking about getting vertical, throwing the ball down the field. You know the toughest throws in the NFL, getting it downfield. So I I can't – it's just funny how narratives get started and how they stick with the guy, and no matter what, you're going to lose it. I mean, you can't lose it. You can't shake that narrative. And I don't. I think they're all fine with it. I would be fine with it. I would just keep on racking up wins. I think most of the league, if they had Brock Purdy performing at the level he is now, yeah. 
as their starting quarterback, they're going to be happy and win, probably win some games. But I, it's one of those things, too, where it's like, is he the quarterback that he is today, MVP candidate and all these things, mm-hmm. if he's with the Commanders? You right. know, put him in as the commander to see the same guy. But no, you, he's he's performing well, and he deserves every bit of uh, of excitement that he's getting around his name. So what do you think of that point spread? A full touchdown? I mean, when you really start looking into some of these models and scoring predictors, scoring models, it has San Francisco uh, beaten them by more than a touchdown. So, uh, And this is something that we had to like overcome throughout the season. Don't get too spooked by these inflated lines. More times than not, they will cover these big lines. We've seen it with Baltimore. We've seen it with the 49ers before. Don't get too scared of these big lines. It's just this is a tough spot where you don't expect it, the NFC Championship game. Well, if you think the Lions are going to outright win, this is just gold for you, right? But the thing is, it's the NFC Championship game. They're they're, they're both the best of the best yeah. in the NFL this year, right? Yeah. So the game's going to be close. I look at last week did you think that that game was going to come down to the wire with the Niners winning the way it did? Um, no, not really. That was a tough matchup, right? Yeah. So that's where I like the Lions in this case. And I really? think there's some value to this. <laughs> like, there's an opportunity with this. Okay, okay. I see money when okay. I see the line being this large. Well, that money line is at a plus 260 consensus. Yeah, you're not getting that crazy with it, are you? No, no, I... I don't know. I, I love them covering. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I like them outright winning yet. I think they could. Sure. But am I going to put money down for it? I like, I like them covering, though, that seven. Anything anything can happen. Uh, uh, a stat that uh, – a number that came out earlier in the week, you know, that, that the total opened up at 51. Then it dipped all the way down to 50 midweek. Now it's back up to 52. I think uh, we're getting more and more accurate weather reports, and it's going to be good weather, so people are poo-pooing all the golf and outdoor. He's from Northern California. Yeah. You know, he's from Northern <laughs> California. He's played most of his ball throughout his life outdoors. He's going to have a lot of family there. I mean, this yeah, is a yeah. guy who has played football I, in this weather. I don't know. I, I think that's one of those stats where you're really you're digging too deep there, and I don't yep. know if you're getting uh, good stuff there. So um, I I kind of like I, I like the idea of golf being able to perform here. I'm not putting too much stock into him falling off a ledge here because it's outdoors uh, is where I'm going with that. But with that being said, do you like the over here? Do you think this offense can actually move the ball, score the ball against this defense of the 49ers? I personally feel like we're going to hit an under. Um, I think it's going to be a defensive yeah. battle. Both sides are playing really, really well defensively. Right. And with everything on the line, it's going to be every point matters. And um, Yeah, no, I, I love the under here. I, I think it's kind of odd that the line is ticking up. Yeah. I, th- I thought it would go the other way. It did initially, and now it's getting bit back up. Yeah. And I, I once again, you, everything's so knee-jerk when there's only a couple games. It really gets magnified to bet on the NFL, so now everyone's just focused on, on these two games. So, oh my God, the weather's going to be sunny and shiny and this and that let's bet that back up. <laughs> you know you see a quick reaction with that with that uh public money uh another point that you're you're kind of alluding to there if detroit wants to win this game it has to be ugly i, I don't think they can get in a shootout i don't think they want to get in a shootout they have two really good capable running backs i think they're gonna have to lean on that and i think san francisco is like oh this is what we want to do this is what we do this is what we like to do in fact one of our playmakers might be out in debo samuel so uh, and also, they probably got the best option in the league as far as a running back. Chris McCaffrey. Yeah. yeah. So um, I, I think both teams would welcome kind of a rock fight and, and to just really drag out these possessions, limit the possessions for each other. And if that happens, I'm smacking the under. I think this is going to get bet back down. That's exactly what you just said, where you're playing into the 49ers strategy. Mm-hmm. That's Dan Campbell, man. He 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 loves football. <laughs> we'll he'll, rip his other knee <laughs> He'll play your strategy, and he'll beat you at the line of scrimmage. And I, I love that about him. Yeah. I, I'm shocked that he's taking a team to the NFC Championship, I, and maybe even the Super Bowl yeah, with it. Yeah, he's one, but, one game away. It's, it's going to come down to the running game. But, yeah, the Niners, man, they've got the best in the game at that position. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's where, you know, are they going to have to use him a little bit all around the field uh, with the passing game? I mean, he, he had 30 yards receiving last week. I I don't know. I, I think definitely it's going to come down to that uh, running attack. Yeah, I do too. So with that in mind, we're kind of measuring up how we think these two teams are going to attack each other. Um, and Debo Samuel has been moved up to questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and all signs are pointing that he is going to play. I don't know yeah. if he's going to be 100%, but who is 100% in the NFL at this point in time? I get that. I do think he will play. Um, 
What's do you got any player props that you've kind of circled? Yeah, I mean, I was just talking about Christian McCaffrey. He had 30 receiving yards last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I like him being a player that they're going to have to utilize all over the field, especially with Debo Samuel, even if he plays. And I do think he's going to play. Um, he's not going to be Debo Samuel, right? Like he's uh-huh. not going to be yeah, able, yeah, at yeah. least for the full game. Yep. I, I like the over 45 receiving yards for Christian McCaffrey and being able to get plus money. It's only a a couple more receptions than he had previously last week. Um, I like him being more involved and and really taking maybe the Lions off guard there. I I think that's a very solid play there. Uh, And the Lions have a really good rush defense. You know, one of the top rushing defenses in the league. So, And if I'm San Francisco, I got a very capable receiver in CMC. And I also know that Debo might be dinged up a little bit, give him a breather here and there. So, like, all signs are pointing to, even if you know it's coming, good luck stopping it. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is going to be utilized in the passing game. He's going to get his. He's going to make a guy miss. Uh, And I think it doesn't matter what linebacker it is or nickelback. He can win that one-on-one match. You put the ball in your playmaker's hands, especially yeah. with the entire season on the line. Yeah, it's, so, I love it. So you're Mr. Positive over there, betting an over. I'm going to bet an under here oh, for player prop. You know, I mean, we got to we got to balance things out here. And I'm going to the other side. David Montgomery here had a really nice season. Former Chicago Bear, so I always keep my eyes on him. I think he's an Iowa State guy too, Cyclone. So some local talent there. Uh, he's at over a thousand yards rushing. Uh, Average seventy-two and a half yards per game. But <laughs> you're building them up. <laughs> he's not going to get there this game. He is losing carries uh, to Jameer Gibbs. I had Gibbs on my fantasy team, so I was all over that. Uh, and also, the Lions are going to need Gibbs in that pop. He is faster. He's more dynamic. He's a younger guy out of Alabama. Montgomery's not a guy that's explosive and get. He averages just under three yards per carry. That's okay. I think that's mm-hmm. what he like ten carries for thirty yards last week. And I expect more of the same. This line opened up at forty-eight yards, and now it's already been down to 45 i'm still going to take it he's going to get under 45 yards rushing into the best rushing defense in the league in the 49ers and also he's losing carries uh to gibbs and i think gibbs kind of pretty much is their starting running back maybe not on paper but in reality he's their number one back and he's who they're going to be really they're going to need him in this game you said you had gibbs on your fantasy team yes so you're aware that he wasn't utilized much for the first part of the season, no, and that was, was by design. Yes. So here's a guy that's a little fresher. Yep. Uh, Montgomery, he had a great season, like you were saying. Yep. But now they have the playmaker, and he's a little fresher uh, and ready to go. Yep. So, I, yeah, I think you're right. This is where these analytic machines that kind of power uh, DraftKings and FanDuel, they look at his David Montgomery's season's average of over 72 yards per game. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but that, that that was a different time. That was almost another season ago. Gibbs is your guy. He's going to be stealing carries, uh, or I think even early in this game, because if Detroit wants to win, they need a dynamic playmaker at running back. And we've already decided because – we might as well be on the coaching staff here, uh, that Detroit's going to have to run the ball, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be through Gibbs, I swear to goodness. Who who would have thought that a Bears fan would have the insight like this? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Bear down. Bears are down uh, is how it's going right now. Well, let's take a quick minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. World class in every glass. Don't go anywhere. This is WT. L. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. That stands for Where's the Line? Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Klassen, and this week I am joined by Jeremy Odom. The J-O. The J-O. The J-O. Uh, and you're a man of many talents, stand-up comedian, sports writer, uh, what else are are you like directing a movie or what else is going on? You know, I am writing some sketch comedy, so okay. pretty close. Ooh, yeah, all right, I all mean, right. well, a little bit of everything. I also have hosted at home. I've had people over. We've okay. we've hung out. I grill. Oh, I mean, so wow. Okay, so you could actually ha- host your own show and cook for everyone at your own. Like you could be the chef, the entertainment. Oh, yeah. And as long as we film the whole thing, you know, we'll make content out of it. Why not? All right. I like it. We need to get some of that sketch comedy on WTL. Can we, do you think we can do that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Maybe that's, maybe that's still down the road, but we're planting that seed now here on Where's Line. Because it's, yeah, that's the name of the show, Where's Line. We don't know. We're exploring. 
right? We're yeah, exploring. This. We're <laughs> we're exploring where that line is. <laughs> I live within the blurred lines. Yeah, <laughs> I love everything about that. <laughs> oh, I think we're we're gonna move to a more finite line here, uh, and we're talking about the AFC Championship game, Kansas City taking on the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. And, uh, oh, by the way, I don't know if you heard this or not. This is the sixth year in a row that Kansas City is playing in the AFC Championship game. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has never not been a starter and made it to the AFC Championship game. And some of the stats that are popping up now about uh, Patrick Mahomes in the start of his career, they're kind of mind-boggling, really. I mean, they're crazy. Is he really that good, or has he just got the silver spoon? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, when you come from Texas Tech, I mean, that's just just setting you up for so much success. He was raised to be in this spot. Yeah, no, his dad was an old Minnesota twin, uh, pretty good, darn good uh, pitcher, Patrick Mahomes Sr. Uh, But this might be a little—one more stat. I got one more stat that I was thinking of. Uh, When this game is played, that will be his 17th all-time playoff game that he's started. Holy cow. Uh, and he's been in the league seven years, right? Yeah. I'm a starter for six. And the Arizona Cardinals, as a franchise, have only played 17 playoff games. As a franchise, they've only played 17 playoff games. Patrick Mahomes, in his seventh year, sixth as a starter, will have played 17 games uh, come this weekend. That's an all-time start to a career, that's for sure. Not bad. Not bad at all. But here in the here and now, Baltimore is your three-and-a-half-point favorite. Shop it around a little bit, but consensus is looking at that three-and-a-half. This line opened up at two-and-a-half. It's getting bet up. It's getting bet up towards Baltimore. Yeah, I mean, it kind of makes sense, right? Baltimore's the best team in the AFC. They're at yep. home. Yep. Uh, they're bringing in a Chiefs team that's just nobody gives credit to. Um, they're <laughs> sarcasm. Right, right, uh, right. But, no, it's it, it kind of makes sense that the, the yeah. Ravens are the favorite, but they're only getting the half point outside of the, the three you get at home. I mean, that's yeah. that's the thing. That, right, right. I don't know. Uh, and, and uh, you know, I follow a lot of different sports betting shows and writers and hosts. And they're all saying, like, man, everything's saying Baltimore. I got to like Baltimore here. Um, But I've been burned too many times by Patrick Mahomes. So, like, if you are on Kansas City, I can't fault you because this guy just wins in these big moments. And even if he doesn't win, he still can cover. I mean, don't you think this is going to be a field goal game? You just made the comparison there from home to away. Yeah. If if the Ravens are going to win this game, they're going to win with the field goal. Justin Tucker, an all-time future Hall of Famer, right? He's going to be the one sending him to the Super Bowl. But it's hard to give away money when you're getting points. Uh, with the Chiefs, yeah, um, they they've just been in this spot too many times. Andy Reid himself five and two when head coaching head to head against John Harbaugh, yep. four and one with the Chiefs in that spot. So yeah, I don't know. They, they've been in this moment. The lights get bright. Lamar hasn't. Yeah, that's you know. Last week we talked about some of these crazy stats and, and numbers going into the uh, last week's game versus the Bills. And Patrick Mahomes has only been an underdog ten times. Uh, in the playoffs, and he's eight one and one at that. Now he's nine one and one uh, in the playoffs, knocking off the Bills as an underdog, uh, and it's just more the same. Like this script sets up exactly the same. I thought the Bills might have had a better overall team. They were dinged up on defense, but they were at home. Josh Allen was playing at an all-time level. He didn't even turn the ball over. It's Josh Allen. He didn't even turn the ball over, and they still figured out a way to lose. Or was it the Chiefs figuring out a way to win? Yeah, it's the Chiefs figuring out a way to win. I mean, this is a this is a tried and true. They're the defending champs. Yeah. I mean, no one's yeah. been able to put them down. So, right, right. yeah, you can't go against the defending champs, I suppose, when well, where is your line? Live. Where where is your line? Uh if 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 uh if Baltimore is only favored like at that opening line at two and a half, do you like Baltimore then? Yeah, I like Baltimore two and a half. Because okay. like I said, it's a field goal game. Okay. Um I like it being I like it being tied. You need it off you know, that key towards number. the end. You right. need it off that key number of three. Yep. Yep. Get me get me under three. And it is Baltimore, 100%. How about that total? Right now at 44.5, and and it's kind of staying right there. Not too much action moving up or down. I think think there's just so much uh, information out about these two teams, and we've seen them, and we know what they can do. And so everyone's thinking, okay, three touchdowns here, three touchdowns there, 44 points. We get it. Right. Yeah, I, I actually like scoring in this game. I don't. I don't know of of, of the two games going on mm-hmm. this weekend. I think this team or this game has opportunity to have a little bit of back and forth, a little over. Yeah, and have it make sense. So um, I think the line in that regard is too low for these two teams, and mm-hmm. I I, I, don't, I like the over a little bit. 
I, I wouldn't argue the over uh, because you're also getting a fresh Baltimore team. Right. Uh, and their offense, <laughs> uh, when Lamar gets cooking, look out. And I think he's I think he's all the things that people talk about. He can run, but he's also a better passer than what people make him out to be. Uh, the same could be said, I'll talk about him a little later here, Josh Allen. He's a better runner than people like to give him credit for. He's a big dude, tough to bring down. And, uh, you know, if if you want to start betting overs as far as rushing yards with Josh Allen, that's a good way to go about it next season. I'll tell you that right now. But I think more can be said for Lamar and his passing yardage. And right now, Kansas City's defense, keep an eye on that injury report. They got key injuries on the defensive line, and it seems like their linebackers and their d- defensive backs are just always hurt. Is that from the snowballs that were being thrown from the from the crowd? <laughs> that that very first touchdown, I saw a little bit of an overthrow, and the fan caught a bill right in the chest. So you know, if you're gonna throw those uh, snowballs, don't hit your team. Yeah, yeah, oh. a little, little friendly fire there in the end zone. So. Man, I was like, this is too close to Philly. <laughs> Philly fans went to the game or something, but you know, to your point, um, Lamar's a better runner than Josh Allen. He's yeah. he's definitely has the legs and definitely has um, the experience of doing that. I yeah. I could see Lamar opening it up. If that's something that is um, going to be a big part of the game, that's going to open up the passing attack for right. Lamar. Yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. say points are going to be scored for sure. It's going to be a shootout. I think what uh, scares a lot of people with that total and kind of balances it out there and why we haven't seen much movement is the elite defense from the Ravens. Uh, and you can you can also kind of double down on that and say Kansas City is incomplete. Um, their offense, they're missing a good receiver. You know, they had one of the best in the league in Tyreek Hill. That's gone. And these receivers, we, we beat them up every week, but I feel like they they validate us, uh, Jabron and I. Last week, you had a receiver make a nice catch, and then he made another nice catch, and then he fumbled the ball out of the back of the end zone. That would have put the game away. But no, these receivers figured out, like, hey, we only get to touch the ball three or four times. Let's make our mark. <laughs> Lining know, up offsides. Remember that? Yeah, oh I was gosh. just I was just thinking of him because I was watching the game last week, and I'm like, where is that guy? Well, you know, he's not active. And right. I, I thought he was one of their better receivers because, to your point, <laughs> they don't have a lot of them. Um, Rice has been playing very well, okay. and he's been a guy that Patrick Mahomes has found some kind of chemistry with. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of that, outside of Kelsey, then you got to get Pacheco involved in the passing game, and I, he's not the just right. the elite player there. But yeah, no, they're definitely lacking, but they're also a team that still finds a way when you've got the best sure. player on the field yeah. on your oh, side. Yeah. yeah, well, There you go. Well, okay, is this too rich for you? Is too much juice? Uh, that money line, we haven't talked about the money line for the Ravens, minus 185. Is that just too much? Like, we were like... Just give me away from that. I don't even want to look at that. Yeah, I'm not looking at the money line. It, 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 this game could go either way. It's gonna be close. It's <laughs> give me the give me the value there. Huh? I'll take the Chiefs over anything. Right, right. And and I think you you saw that line on some books sneak up north of three. Got to three and a half. Got to four. And then boom, all that Kansas City money came pouring in. People couldn't stand it. So if if you're on your phone all day at work, slacking off or whatever. Take a look at yeah, it. Yeah, keep an eye on that and try and get on Because I think we're both in agreement there. If it's within a field goal, uh, you can't give that many points to Kansas City. Absolutely. Do you like any of these uh, player props? We've got a couple of minutes here. Let's get into some player props. Yeah, you know what? I like I like Pacheco being involved. He's having a heck of a playoff. Yeah. Um, yep. I like him being the first touchdown scorer for Kansas Whoa. City. I li- he was... <laughs> uh, very much involved in that okay. last week. Um, I, I see him being a play. They're going to key in on Kelsey. Mm. Uh, if you know they're looking at Rice, okay. Pacheco plus three thirty to be the Chiefs' first touchdown scorer. Wow, I love it. Wow. So you know I'm kind of the conservative voice on this show, and Jabron, he's the parlay pounder. He gets out there. He has all these crazy ideas, and and I'm usually the guy kind of reels it in. All right, try to. <laughs> But I, I like where you're coming from, and I'd even maybe double down on that. I like this so much. I'd say Pacheco first touchdown scored. Get more juice on it, and if Kansas City wants to win, I think they got to play from ahead. I think they got to play fast. I think they got to get, get up early. We've seen Andy Reid uh, construct those opening drives. He's one of the best in the league and has been for a long time. And if they get down in the red zone, they're going to be going to Pacheco. Absolutely. So uh, I think if you're going to do something – uh, Jabron-ish yeah. <laughs> as far as betting on touchdowns or anytime touchdowns maybe go for the first one scored and because I think it's going to be Kansas City and with that logic I think it's going to be Pacheco Pacheco is going to bring us the money this weekend he's going to be very involved and man he just looked like a guy yeah. that was extra motivated last week he did um, he yeah did. he's he's a guy that's undervalued for sure for his team and, and I think you got another one over there don't you 
Yeah, I mean, I like Rasheed Rice. Um, I like him being involved in the game. I don't know that I like exactly where the line is for his receiving yards. Um, you're looking at a minus 110 to get mm-hmm. 60. I don't know. I To get plus money, he's going to have to get over 70. I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't like the value there. I do think he's going to get um, a big portion mm-hmm. of the, re- the receiving yards from the, for the Chiefs yeah. because they're going to be keen on Kelsey, but... I don't know. That might be too much for me. Yeah, yeah. It very well could be. And there's a lot of scenarios where that doesn't happen for him. So why do you want to risk that? Yeah, right. right. I think one that uh, folks should really take a look at, and I'm looking at, is Lamar Jackson going over on his rushing totals. I see it at uh, 60 yards on a minus 179. I really like that. Uh, Last week, Josh Allen ran all over Kansas City. And it wasn't he, and it was on different. It, there wasn't too many designed runs like I think you're going to see with Lamar here. Uh, what twelve carries, seventy two yards, two touchdowns, and some of the times uh, it was it was a, a quarterback sneak type of deal, mm-hmm. and he would get like six seven yards on a quarterback sneak. Uh, you can bet you can bet it that Baltimore saw that they really liked that they think that they probably have a better running quarterback than Buffalo. Are you be made there? But Lamar is a very talented rusher. You also got that plus money at seventy yards. I probably like that. Lamar had a hundred yards last time he played a playoff game rushing. Why don't I think he could do the same here against a really dinged up defense? I think it's going to help his passing attack once he is a threat to run, and he's going to open that up early. Yeah, you know he's going yep. to see opportunities to run early. He's going to rack up some yards to help. You know your your prop here, but I definitely feel like you're right. Josh Allen mm-hmm. kind of gave them an insight to what could be with a better runner, yeah. and it's going to be available to him. And Harbaugh is one of these coaches where he's like, "Look, we have we're a defensive team." That's that's how I like to coach. That's what I you know pour a lot into. I think he still helps out a lot with the defensive coordinating. So the offense placates to that. It caters to the defense. It's just amazing how you see a lot of these coaching staffs kind of get outside of the realm. You, you know what I mean? Where they they don't pay attention to their own team as far as all right, we're a defensive team, but we're gonna we're gonna pass the ball all over the yard and put our defense in a tough spot. You know, like. I just feel like the simple it's a simple game. Push people around, block people and tackle people. Blocking be, be and physical. Tackling. Yeah, be yep. physical. And what is more physical than running the freaking football even with with your quarterback? I mean, like it's <laughs> 1932. We're going to run right around with the Lamar Jackson. I think you're going to see that in Baltimore. Uh, if that look comes their way, they're going to take full advantage of it. Running quarterback, you must be a Husker fan cuz that we love it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a choice when you're born in Nebraska, you That's love right. option football. Get the quarterback out there, get him involved. Well, I think that'll about do it for us this week. Did you have well, a good time? Fun. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, be sure to follow us on ESPN Tri City Radio and their Facebook page, also on our Twitter account, uh, Sports Betting underscore WTL. And our YouTube channel has been growing and growing. We had a fantastic 2023 as far as the growth of that channel and the launch of it. And I think it's just going to get bigger and better throughout the 2024. We're in 24 now, aren't we? Yeah, we are. And why don't you, uh, where can people find you? And you got a new podcast out there, too. I do. It's called Laugh With Me. You can find it on Spotify, find it on Apple Podcasts. You can also find me on Twitter, at J.O. from Nebraska, and on the Instagram, Laugh With Me Podcast. All right. For J.O. <laughs> <laughs> My man. I'm Andy Klassen. Thank you for listening. This has been WTL.